Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book tools of titans, the tactics, routines, and habits of billionaires, icons and world-class performers. This guidebook aims to unlock the formula to success. The author uses interviews coupled with his own reflections to reveal the secrets behind the achievements of many successful individuals. Interviews of successful people by a successful person are an effective way for the public to learn to follow in their steps. Under the host's purpose-driven questioning, interviewees are directed to tell their personal stories, outlining the path they took to personal happiness and achievement. Tools of Titans combines over 100 of these stories to give us a well-rounded picture and summary of what it means to achieve success and the struggles we will have to face. Tim Ferriss is a technology investor and consultant who has been involved with companies such as Uber, Facebook, Alibaba, and more. His best-selling title, The 4-Hour Workweek, is also available on our platform. This book advocates a new way of living, specifically focusing on mini-retirements, which attracted significant attention. His other notable works include The 4-Hour Body, and The 4-Hour Chef. He also hosts an extremely popular podcast series called The Tim Ferriss Show, on which he has interviewed many world-renowned successful individuals. This book Tools of Titans is based on the knowledge and stories gained from these interviews. As there are so many individual stories included in this book, we have combined the meaning and lessons of related interviews into three large sections. We chose three specific stories that are emblematic of each part and we will use those to guide you to the deep insights Ferris discovered. The three sections are as follows. Part 1, Wealth Chapter, Scott Adams, Building a Skills-Driven System. Part 2, Wisdom Chapter, Jocko Willink, Becoming Someone with Self-Mastery. Part 3, Health Chapter, Tim Ferris. How to ensure high energy levels throughout the day. Let us start off with the wealth chapter, where we will talk about the creator of the comic Stilbert, Scott Adams, and how he devised his own skills-driven system. Usually, when trying to achieve something, we first set a goal for ourselves, and then use a target-driven approach to gain enough motivation to complete the task. In contrast to this, Scott Adams' advice is to develop a skills-driven system as opposed to pursuing a specific goal. Building a system is accomplished through cultivating habits in a particular area, putting skills into practice, and exploring different methods in order to develop sustainable practices or personal contacts. There is greater certainty in relying on skills rather than goals. This is because if we merely pursue a single goal, we are trapped in a binary system of success or failure. If we fail, we will very likely stop trying, sometimes even the threat of failure can end what would otherwise have been a profitable venture. However, if we reframe our mindset to focus on building a skills-driven system, we can continue to hone our abilities in a particular field. The idea being that with enough time, Having a high level of skill in a field related to our goals will open doors to the achievement of those desires. 
This is a similar principle to what we had mentioned in the bookie of Atomic Habits, that in the cultivation of habits, we must forget the goal and focus on the entire system surrounding it. Initially, what Adams created was a system of writing. He started a blog, which became an avenue for him to try writing essays on different topics. He would then observe which topics received better responses, and which ones failed to spark interest. He even wrote in different tones and styles, in order to better evaluate the tastes of his readers. Nevertheless, despite the amount of effort needed to run the blog almost doubled his normal workload, it only brought him an additional 5% of income. This task appeared to be a foolish and utter waste of time. Why then did Adams insist on continuing it? To Adams, this task did not have a specific goal attached to it. He knew that if he wrote his blog well, something would come of it. This is because writing is a skill that requires continuous practice, and it is only through such practice that he could gradually grow into an well-rounded and deeply experienced author. At the same time, getting feedback from his readers helped him to understand their preferences so he could more directly target them. With such a wealth of content and satisfied reader base, the Wall Street Journal eventually took notice of Adam's blog, and invited him to write a few guest articles. As Adams had previously studied readers' preferences meticulously, he was able to pinpoint the exact tone and style he would need to use for the journal's audience. Soon, publishers started to notice Adams and invited him to write books, this was how how to fail at almost everything and still win big, God's Debris, and the Dilbert Principle were born. In turn, publishing books brought about many invitations to give paid talks which in turn promoted his books. All this came from him building his writing skills via his blog. Previously, Adams did not know the specific route that he needed to take to find financial success. He states, My blogging has kicked up dozens of business opportunities over the past years, so it couldn't have taken any direction. He allowed his skills to work for him, and as such he was given a number of options. This allowed him to choose the path that was the best for him. Another piece of advice Adams offers is to combine different strengths to form the key to victory. If you want to achieve something extraordinary, there are only two paths you can choose. One is to become the most outstanding individual in a specific field. This is extremely difficult, almost impossible even. Think about becoming the MVP of a high-skill-based organization like the NBA. There are only so many spots open for players and the competition is fierce. Plus, once you get in, you have to fight against the best of the best for a single award. The other, simpler path is to become a relatively outstanding individual in two or more different fields, and then to combine those skills into a single super strength. In this way, the individual amount of achievement per field is greatly lowered. You only need to be better than, let's say, 75% of the general population for each skill. Instead of trying to get into the NBA you're trying to get a spot on your school's basketball team. Even though it is still challenging, there is a realistic hope to accomplish it with hard work. If for instance you have played basketball in the varsity team, should you hone an additional skill such as writing, 
you may become a top-notch basketball reporter. If you had leadership skills on top of that, you could become a top-notch basketball coach. Let's take the example of Adams creating the Dilbert comics. His first advantage was his ability to draw graphics, but this ability was not the best in the entire world. His second advantage was his sense of humor and wit, which similarly was not of the highest level. However, in these two areas, Adams could be considered to be in the top 25%. And upon combining these two areas of strength, Adams became a rare talent. The result was that Dilbert became an iconic comic. What happens if you don't really have any dedicated skills? For instance, if you only possess the specialty of a college or technical major, what should you do? Adams suggests that you develop public speaking skills, because this skill set can be paired with practically any other skill set. Furthermore, anybody who trains themselves in this area has a chance to achieve a fairly good result. Adams says, if you are skeptical about his strength combination theory, you can perform a simple reverse deduction. Find someone who has already achieved success and look at their areas of strength. You will see that it is difficult to find someone who doesn't have multiple special skills under their belt. Adams's third formula for success is to find the x-factor for a given product. He had mentioned this concept in his book, How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big, a book that we previously unlocked. The x-factor refers to a key quality of a person, product, or service that makes them appealing to the masses. If you have this quality, you will be highly sought after, no matter how many weaknesses you possess. But if you don't have an x-factor, even if you have many strengths, you won't be able to succeed. For example, when the iPhone was first launched, it had a lot of weaknesses compared to the market's then dominant player, Nokia. It had an unstable signal, a short battery life, and could easily break if it was dropped. But it had few advantages which Nokia lacked, it incorporated a range of newer technologies as well as having a futuristic aesthetic. These were its x-factor. The sheer novelty of the device caused many people to become hardcore Apple fans who are willing to overlook its deficiencies. But products like iPhone that possess such a strong x-factor immediately upon being launched are extremely rare. In most cases, a person's or product's x-factor is not apparent at the start. For instance, Adam's blog, it only attracted the Wall Street Journal and book publishers after he meticulously adjusted, and tweaked his topics and writing style based on his readers' feedback. Another example is the Dilbert comics, which had both an initial and developed x-factor. When it was first released it quickly created a dedicated fan base. This was a good sign of its potential success, and showed it possessed a natural x-factor. Adams wanted to build on this, so every time he released a new comic strip, he would add his own email address. This led to him to receive large volumes of fan mail. Based on his readers' feedback, he quickly discovered something crucial, Dilbert was most well-loved whenever he was featured in the context of his office. Office politics was the soul of comics. With this insight, everything became much easier. Adams used an office as primary setting for his comic, and almost overnight the Dilbert comics, 
spread like wildfire. Here we conclude part 1, the wealth chapter, building a skills-driven system. Through building a perpetually improving skills-driven system, we can unlock and discover many potential opportunities. Through developing and combining skills in two or more areas, it is easier for us to create a unique competitive edge for ourselves. This is a reliable pathway for ordinary people to accomplishing extraordinary things. Finally, in the process of refining any product or service, we should purposefully look for its X factor. Focusing on and developing this aspect of your goal, determines whether or not you will reap minimal rewards for maximum effort, or maximum rewards for minimal effort. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.